As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be Continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. It's time! You asked for it and you got it at brucebuffer.com. Championship introductions at a special rate are now provided for all of you as a keepsake for life, like you are being introduced like a champion in the cage. Just go to brucebuffer.com. Specials for championship introductions, weddings, birthdays, voicemail, and business recordings. I'm here for you if you need me. Check me out at brucebuffer.com. From the shores of Malibu where the waves are pumping to the Great Wall of China, and back to the streets of Las Vegas, where the UFC is coming. We are live. This is It's Time Radio, the show we talk about you think about, but maybe afraid to voice. And do not worry, we'll talk about it for you. We talk about everything on It's Time. UFC, politics, film, COVID, you name it, we talk about it. Sex, sex drugs, rock and roll, as I always say. No holes barred radio. Boy, did I screw that one up. <laughs> but here You screwed we are. up the wrong word, too, Buff. I mean, sex is something you don't normally screw up. I know. What can I say? I'm only human. <laughs> anyway, all that kidding aside, it's always great to have all the fans around the world listening and watching. Thank you for subscribing to our channel on YouTube. Uh, the subscriptions have been increasing. We're getting very happy over here, getting ready to make some special offers. And I'm here with my co-host, TJ DeSantis. Hi, TJ. Hey, Buff. Here we are with our special guest, a man fresh out of the octagon <clears throat> with a war against one of UK's octagon warriors. And none other than Marlon Chito Vera. Marlon, I love it. I love how are you, it. my friend. Where are you? Oh, you good, got all man. that beautiful uh, landscape behind you. Where are you I, I I came to Vegas to to see the therapist at the PI. He got a little little massage, and then uh, you know, just taking this week off as you know recovery, and can't wait till next one to just go back to work. Yeah, it's Absolutely. it's interesting. That's that's one thing I don't think all the athletes really take advantage of. And I don't know, Bruce, if you've been there, but like the athletes that take advantage of the PI and all the services that are offered to uh, UFC contracted fighters, like it, it's second to none. It's literally a world class facility. It's it's, the best. it's amazing. I visited it. I've seen it. I don't think you can ask for anything more. This there, it's a it's an absolute paradise, especially for a fighter. They'll feed you. Offer about to fight. No question. I mean, they'll literally feed you. Like, it's it's uh, everything you really need as an athlete. Everything. It's great. It's great. That's what I do. Like, the week after my fight, I, you know, most of the fighters, the week after the fight is a week they take to eat everything they couldn't eat. Right. Or drink everything they couldn't drink. And for me, it's the opposite. Like, the week after the fight is the most important week of the year for me because that's the week that I take care of my body, let it rest, give my body the chance to heal because... I turn hard. I go jitter around, and after the fight, I just let my body chill on respecting him because I've been using him for so long that this is the week that I just calm everything down and just make sure I heal. We were uh, chatting a little bit before you got on, Bruce, and, and Cheeto is uh, kind of your brother in arms. He's a surfer. Cheeto, really? Oh, yeah, every day. Fantastic. I mean, I know there's some great surf down there. 
Um, not an area I've been to. I've only, I've surfed in Brazil. Um, but congratulations, man. Well, congratulations. Just kudos, brother. You know, one yeah. surfer to another. I, you know, in my early days growing up in Malibu and up until probably into my forties and, and even my fifties, I was surfing like, you know, multiple times a week, younger, every single day. Now as life has it, you know, you get out there when you can, uh, lots of things get in the way, but surfing is a sport. It's my favorite sport, Marlon, my favorite sport best, overall with best fighting thing on earth. Best thing on earth. I best wouldn't, thing on earth. I wouldn't change it for anything. I, I literally surf almost every day and like, you know, I got over 10 surfboards, you know, all short ones. And for me, it's like Newport, you know, you have a heavy, fast wave and I just love it. And the bigger it gets, the, the happier it gets. Yeah, there's no way to explain when people ask me, and I'm sure you're the same way, coming down the face of a big wave, you know, getting enclosed, getting in the tube, the whole bit. There's no way to explain that feeling. You know, it's, it's, it's so spiritual. It's, it's, it's amazing, isn't it? it? It's funny that you say that, Bruce, because that's that's the word that I've heard a lot of people say, spiritual. Even people that aren't very religious, they say that being out there and being one with the ocean, it's it's a, a, a close-to-God-like experience. And this is from people that have adamantly said they don't even believe in God. So it's kind of interesting. Well, you know me, I'm a spiritual person. I'm not, I don't belong to any organized religion. I don't, I, when I say God bless you, I always mean whoever your God is. I hope they bless you. I mean that with all respect, but when you're out, I'll give you an example and you can relate to this Marlon. It's like being out at sunset beach, North, you know, North shore Oahu. Right. And uh, I had a great day. I've had many great days out there, but I remember one day in particular, the waves were, I would say eight to 10 foot Hawaiian style, you know, where you measure by the backs coming in, you don't measure by the face. That's the way I always measure waves anyway. And I'm out there with so many of the great surfers from Surfer Magazine and all, and um, Ben Ipa. I don't know if you know these old characters. Absolutely. His yeah, friend, is, right. his song is my friend, Duke. Oh, there you go. Okay, cool. So, like, you know, Ben Ipa's like, what, 300 pounds getting up on a big longboard, taking off on a 15-foot wow. face. Oh, big, big boy. One of those boys you don't want to screw with in Hawaii. Let's put it that way, or his friends. Um, hey, and you, know, you, you know the famous phrase, your fins or your face? Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Very true. You know what I'm talking about. So, uh, more, I, listen, the most fights I've ever had have been at the beach, right? For many other reasons. Surfers are very uh, territorial. Or the battles between surfers from different cities. Locals only, bro. Yeah, it happens. At locals only. But anyway, like you're out there and the wave is breaking and it forms like a rainbow. And you're, you know, you're, you're a half mile offshore and the rainbow breaks and you see the beautiful mountains of Hawaii and, and the sky and... And it's just like, that's spiritual, TJ. I mean, that's yeah. where you just realize, wow, look at where I'm at. It's unbelievable, much less the actual well, surfing. You thing. have to respect Mother Nature when you can understand uh -huh. the power of, of a wave and, and water, you know? You're in Poseidon's playground. No matter how many fights I've been in, no matter how many anything I've been in, the closest I ever came to death in my life was surfing. Um, you, know, big, you know, big day. I think I told that story a long time ago. I don't want to go into a surfer story right now, but Marlon, I know you can appreciate that. You know, it's, there's Absolutely. so many experiences and it's what keeps us going. It's the fountain Absolutely. of youth. Poseidon's playground, the fountain of youth. Very cool. I love it. I can do it. I can do it. I can do it every day. Like, it was funny. Like, on Monday, I put the board on my car, put the wet to put the towel, was driving to the beach, and I faced on my friend, like, yo, I'm coming. Let's do it. And he's like, you got stitches in your face, and I'm like, ah, oh, I forget about it. <laughs> I gotta turn around, go home, and be like, fuck, I cannot serve right now. So that's how much I like it. I don't even realize I just fought two days ago. Wow, just going to have fun. Exactly. Listen, I I turned down 
the greatest dates in the world because the surf was up, you know, the surf is yes. up, surf is up. And that's it. Period. Absolutely. And I think only a surfer is going to understand that. I can hardly oh, swim, yeah. so I definitely don't understand it, but you know, more power to you. You know, you're there, you're looking at flat waves and suddenly the waves come in and they're, you know, just picture perfect. It's mother nature at its best. It's just, it's like, um, it's like a siren calling you, you know, come to me. Right. To me. See, if I go in the ocean, you'll hear sirens because I'm drowning. <laughs> Let's hope that's not the case. Man, oh I'm God. from Minnesota, Bruce. We don't have waves. You know what I mean? So like the first time I went in the ocean is like, man, this thing's trying to like suck me in and kill me. Well, you don't have waves, but at the same time, Marlon's, you know, enjoying himself right now. But at the same time, there are no waves in Las Vegas. Okay. That's so. true. That's true. He can't wait. No to get waves. Out. Hey, Marlon, you ever surf at one of the surf ranches? Like, yeah, uh, I, I, I went to Kelly's pool right before the O'Malley fight. Uh, he called me like Wednesday night. Like, yo, there's one. This is your chance. I have an opening for you. You want to make it? I put my boards in the car, pack a couple of things, and I the next morning I leave my house like around 4 a.m., get there by 7 a.m., and I surf for the entire day. The, Kelly had to come at 10 p.m. I was with Shane Dorian's kid surfing just back and forth, left and right, left and right, left and right. And Kelly came like around 10 p.m. He's like, yo, I need to record something for myself. You need to get the, the hell out of it. I'm like, one more, one more, one so more, I did one more wave. Yeah, dude, that day was, you know, after my kids were born and stuff like that. That was the best day of my life. I wow. served the entire day without getting tired. I just came out of the water when they asked me to get out so the machines can rest, eat some lunch or whatever. Literally, just I was just like waiting to spring back to the water, and it was the it was the best feeling. Just catch waves. It, no isn't stop, that ranch no out in like uh, Visalia? It's like in the middle of like inland California. Uh, it, it, yeah, it's, it in, it's in Lemoore. It's in Lemoore, California. Yeah. Lemoore. And this weekend they used to have the the tournament, the uh, the Jeep uh, WSL tournament. Yeah. And I was coming, but I was like, I fought Saturday night. There was no way I go from Vegas to Lemoore. You know what? I go Lawrence, but that place is magical. Like the the wave is. Perfect. You got a barrel section. You got a section that you just have a wall that you can just do turns, done and stop. And it's a, it's a, it's a beautiful place. It's awesome. awesome. And I, I got to start with him that day, so it was, it was magical. Yeah, I know Kelly has uh, mentioned that to me. I, one of these days, I'll, I'll make it up there. I would love to. But uh, let me ask you a question on the wave pool. How, how big did the wave? How big they make the waves for you? Um, they're like head high, a little bit overhead. Is the perfect size? To get better, like you can just, you can just go and I, I took, I wasn't, I, I took a ride, I was boxing, I was getting into the barrel and the lip hit me in the back of the neck and everybody was like, oh, that's bad. I came out of the water with the biggest smile of my life. Let's go, let's catch a new one. Yeah, it, exactly. It's, it's a, it's great. You know, it's I love getting, shallow, you know, it's but, a challenge, but I don't mind, I don't mind getting slapped by a wave as long as I can back oh, up on my board. I don't mind that at all. Yeah. So you're talking about a good, like three, four foot back. You know, coming in to have fun with. Yeah. That's a wave you can rip it's up. It's a fun. It's a it's a perfect wave just to go down and stop. And I got that day. I got so much better. Well, always get better on a perfect wave. So, what at the end of the wave do you get out of the pool, run around, and go back, or do you paddle back? Uh, no, you at the end of the wave, the jet ski bring you back to the middle. 
Oh, wow. That's awesome. God, that's so awesome. Oh, Full service. It's, it, 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 it's a, it's a, I'm telling you, it's a, it's, it's a magical place. It's, there's nothing cooler than that if you like surfing. I'm riding with you, Marlon. I got it. I wish I could ride with you. One day maybe we will, but that's so cool. We will. I'm with you, and I, w I would love to be with you on that. Hey, you're on so the way to Lemoore from where Marlon lives, so, you know, he'll literally just pick you up, and you can ride all the way out there. There you go. Mm -hmm. Drive and ride. So, Marlon, I'm getting out of the water and getting into the octagon. You know, I'm very uh, – I'm always proud of you when you when you fight. I mean, win or lose, it's very exciting to watch you fight, but I'm really happy with your win. You won against a very tough U.K. octagon warrior in Davy Grant and um, quite a fight itself. You know, with a fight like that and you come out of it, do you feel better after every fight? Do you feel that you it, it's an improvement, that you learn more? Or is it just you doing your thing? Um, it's a little bit of both. How like, do you feel? You, ha you have to you have to make adjustments. You have to do small changes in order to keep advancing, to keep progressing. You cannot fight one way and think that's it. You always need to add to your arsenal. And this fight, uh, um, it was uh, there was a lot going on. Like I was asking for a fight desperately. I was like, since January, was like, come on, give him fight, give him fight, give him fight. And then they call me like, hey, we have this in June, or you can wait. I'm like, wait, sign the contract, sign the contract, seal the contract, let's go. I, I've been ready this entire time. So I was like, in this meantime, I went to the gym every day. I train twice a day. I get better. And I was using a, a state of mind that I was like, you ain't taking anything away from me. Like, doesn't matter how hard the fight gets, I'm going to get through you. And I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna hurt you. I'm gonna bother you. And I was, I was just locked in this mindset of, I'm gonna take you away. I'm gonna take you away. And for 15 minutes, I did not stop. I did wow. not stop. And I cannot wait until I get those 25 minutes because I know it's gonna be just better. I've never, you know what, TJ? That's interesting. I don't think yet I've heard a fighter say, not that they're not all capable, but I've never heard a fighter say, I can't wait for 25 minutes. Yeah, yeah, not too I many. Not First too time, many. I've never heard that. Yeah, I mean, generally, uh, you know, the, the old saying is you don't get paid by the hour in this sport, so get in and out. But, you know, there are some fighters that just love to be in that moment. I mean, similar to, like, surfing, I think. You know, you, you say it's a magical experience. Well, I don't think there's any uh, experience quite like, you know, fighting another human being inside the octagon either. Well, that, and along too, uh, and kudos to you, Marlon, help me out here. Are you the only Ecuadorian fighter we have in UFC or at the who moment, are the other? Yes. At the moment, yes. So when you go home, and I'm sure there's other fighters, because of course you train at home with other MMA fighters, but what's it like for you when you go home? You come off a win like this, you're representing Ecuador and the octagon. Um, what's it like for you at home? It's wild. It's hard to go out. Not hard in the, in the, in, in the way that it's bad, but in a way like it's hard to take, to walk one street without them being stopped. 20 times and then the last time I went was in 2019 and I just love the support it was like I was like wow I, I didn't realize I become this 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 person like it's like a hometown here like doesn't matter where you are doesn't matter where you go uh -huh. so there's, there, there's, there's pictures of you on almost every single store wow there's like billboards every other street it's like, I'm like wow like one thing is be the person you know people know you but the other thing is like go and, and and live it up and just be like 
holy shit, this is real. Like, like nobody's trained, nobody's trained, and nobody know how to handle these things. Is either you handle it correctly or you just go downhill? Right. And, I, and the first time I experienced that, I was like, okay, what what's now? Like, okay, be nice to everybody. Okay, smile, shake hands, hug, and then guess what? It's non-stop the entire day. Like, it's just non-stop, and it's pretty cool. I love it. You know, it's thanks to the support of that people. I'm this cool guy. Without these people, we we ain't nothing. You know, right. it's like it's like the gladiators back in the day. If nobody goes to the arena, who they fight for? Who no, they you, cheer right. for? You fight for you fight for yourself. You fight for your family. You fight for your country, and you fight for the fans. And the reason we make the money we make, the reason we're where we're at in life, is because of the fans. Yep. The show's not about me. The show's about you. And the show's about the fans. And that's the way I personally look at it. A hundred percent. Like that too. Absolutely. Hey, I'm curious, Cheeto, you know, coming from Ecuador, you know, it's not the biggest hotbed for mixed martial arts. What actually attracted you to the sport? Let's start here. Since I have a memory, I was fighting on the street. I was getting on a fist fight with, you know, with, with literally with the homeless kids. Like we were like, you know, play soccer on the street. We were like, you know, play catching, whatever. And then, Something just didn't went through. Something didn't, and next thing you know, we are fighting outside my home on a dirt road, just like you know, bloody nose. I'm crying. He kicked my ass, and then my brother will come and be like, "Yo, I will defend you. I will jump and fight only if it's a bigger guy. If it's a, if it's your same age, your height, your weight, handle it like a man." And we will have this conversation three, four times a week. And then that was just in the neighborhood. On a school, it was weekly, the wow. fist fight. So it's a weird thing because no one in my family trains. No one in my family fights. There is no this aggressive environment. I came from middle-class family. You know, everybody works to get to, to, to bring the food home. But there's no aggression. There's no, you know, there's no drunk, bad, coming and, you know, shed show. It's all love. I have no idea why I fight this much. <laughs> I, I would just, just as Cruz was probably a little loose. I don't, I'm guessing because there's no one that fight. There's no this, you know, I was just watching the Mike Tyson thing. I get it what he's Mike Tyson. He grew up in right. a dark environment. I had the most light in my life. Guess what? I just want to fight. <laughs> No, that's a great attitude. You know, there's a there's a series, I think it's on Showtime now, and it's called Kings. Oh, it's so good. It's so good, Marlon. And I think uh, it's about the great boxers from the past uh, in the highlight of the late uh, the late 90s, excuse me, late 80s and 90s, Roberto Duran, representing this country of Panama, Sugar Ray Leonard, Marvin Hagler, and Tommy Hearns, right? So four of the greatest boxers at their weights of all time. The Duran story will probably hit home with you because coming from South America, as he does, uh, when he had the no moss fight, do you remember the no moss fight against Sugar? Yeah, Ray? when he when he stopped with this, the when, when he, he was like, he "Oh, stopped. I can do this." Yeah, they, I could never see you doing that. But what happened to him is his country got so upset with him, you know, he couldn't even go home. It was they were throwing rocks at his house. They were he was just demoralized at home because he stopped, he quit, crazy. you know, and as a proud Latino, if I, if I'm correct in saying that in relation to South America, um, 
you can't do that. You just can't do that. I'm sure we can't you, do that in your country quit. either. No way. Yeah. Doesn't exist. Does does not exist. But one of it's his biggest one of the biggest reasons he lost that fight and some of the fights is and something I've never seen you do, which I'm giving you credit for, is he would get so out of shape between fights because it's yeah. time to party, you know, eat, drink. He didn't eat. He was a poor kid. Came up like you did, you know, and and made himself. But suddenly now with money, it's like his love of eating, his love of drinking, his fun with the women and the partying and whatever else he was doing, you know, and then it came time to train when you're going against guys like Sugar Ray Leonard and, and Tommy Hearns who are in shape 365 days a year, which is one of the key things of being a fighter, especially in the UFC, because, you know, you can get that call from Sean Shelby or uh, or Dana or whatever. And, and it's like, you got to be ready to go in the next two weeks. There's no season in mixed martial no arts. Like I love when I love I know a lot of people hate Dana for saying this, but I love it. He's like, all you guys are talking about my career, my career, and you're like guys are like acting like 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 a little princess. This is a fucking opportunity. I the only reason I moved my family from Ecuador to America and live in California, have this great life, is because of my fist. But without the UFC, this fist is fighting nowhere. So it's like right. Of course, it's, a, it's an opportunity. Like every single time the UFC called me for a five days, ten day notice, I don't even sign the contract. I told my manager that is inside the house, sign it, seal it, it's gone. Wow. Let's do it. That's when I'm here. But I'm talking about Duran. Like I watch his, I watch his movie in in, in, in Amazon Prime. Like literally ten days ago, I watched it for like the fourth time because I just I just like to remember things and. And after he beat Sugar the first time, he was, you know, he was the man. But guess what? You got to keep being the man because you can win the belt or the fight this night. For the next couple of days, you are the shit. Everybody's talking and thinking about you. Guess right. what? After the next fight card, you're gone. They're already right. thinking about this guy. Yep. So it's a never-ending process. This is, this is like a marathon that will never stop. The moment you stop is the moment you're forgotten. So stop when you're done, when you retire. Like right now, I'm not powering. I'm not eating shit. I'm thinking that I'm in camp already. I'm thinking that I have a fight already. So get ready before they ask you to, you know, that, that, to be ready. That, that's Great, something that attitude. Bruce and I have talked with about, you know, with other athletes that find success. And, and you know, it's it's important to be proud of your accomplishments. But, but Bruce, I think you can attest to this. Sometimes when people find success, especially those that come from very little in life, they find success and it can literally destroy them. Yeah, it can. You know, it's just especially when you're younger and you're not used to the you know experiences as you're, as you're maturing as a man or as a young woman. Yeah, we've seen that happen. Many stories in the Naked City about that. But, you know, if you have a good mindset, as Marlon, I always thought you have when I interact with you, Marlon, and now hearing you talk even more on the show, it's all about your mindset. It's all about your focus and staying in control and being what I call your own God. And I mean this with all respect. When I say G-O-D, God, you truly are the governor of your own destiny. Everything that happens in your life ultimately comes down to you making that last and final decision. So rather than blame others, which I never hear you do, it's about looking at yourself in the mirror and being realistic and taking responsibility. And in your job, in your life, um, my attitude has always been stay in shape, be ready for anything, no matter what life throws at you, be ready to fight, be ready to perform. And then you'll be the best. 
I mean, if you want to be the best, like you want to be, you're the number 15 contender going into your last fight. I would hope and happy to think that now you're at least ranked number 12, about to break into the top 10. Have I'm 13 right now. They bought me. They bought me two spaces up. So I'm like, it's only going up. It's just like Wait, going. You have to keep your number 13 contender now. Yes. Fantastic. Any word about your next go and any possibility of who you're going to fight? Um, well, that's, that's one of the reasons I came to Vegas. You know, I I met last night with uh with some of the guys and and they were like, "What do you want?" And I was like, "I want to fight." When you said you want me to fight this weekend, I'm healthy. And of course, right. I'm I'm just letting you know how much you want to do this, how, how bad I want it. And I was like, if you give me a fight by August, I'm happy because now I know I can fight it by December. So they were like, right on. Let's, let me look around and then we call you. And I'm like, call me. My phone is going to be on and charged, ready to go. Very cool. Did you get a bonus on Saturday night? Yes, sir. Fight night. I can't uh, you know, say it makes me so happy. I swear to God, I, I'm, I don't know what your, what your pay is and there's no reason to say it, but the fact that I know you got a $50,000 bonus makes me so happy, Marlon. Congratulations. Hey, keep, thank you, man. I appreciate it. You just keep the family safe. You know, you can boost a little bit your coaches and be like, Hey, I appreciate you. Thank you for the help. And you just mentally make me just sit down and relax and be like every morning I wake, I, I woke up. You know, feeling a little tired, feeling a little under the weather, and just saying, like, you know, it's all good. That's when it comes in place, that immigrant mentality of just, like, push it through. Just, like, it doesn't mean that you have to overtrain. There's moments that you take a step back and you chill because you got to be smart. Not you got to be smarter than harder. So it's just, like, but it's just the fact of, like, don't stop. Keep going. Keep trying. Keep asking. Keep opening your mind to new things and, Things will come when, when when you have the right mindset that good thoughts going around your 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 head. It's impossible to deny success and, and and good things, and it's been so good so far, up and I, downs, but so good so far. I could have said it better. T.J. Marlon's got a great head on his shoulders moving forward. And oh yeah, what he's done in the past. No, that's what it takes. Take note of all this. It's it's awesome. Hey, hey Cheeto, watching your evolution a little bit, I, I know uh, you, you've relocated to Southern California. Um, in the past, uh, you've worked with Colin Oyama. I saw Jason Perillo in your corner this last week. Are you, are you primarily working out with him at Ruka? Yeah, I I, 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 I move on um, and then I, I work full-time with Perillo. I've been working with Perillo since the fight in Argentina. Okay. So, that's a while ago. And honestly, when I look back, you know, there's there's no regrets. But I wish I could maybe move sooner full-time with him. It's just the connection. You know, mm. there's nothing but happened with the older gym. There's no drama. There's no right. bullshit. It's just personally and professionally, fucking Jason Perillo has the tools for me. It, it's... it's it don't work for everybody, you know what I'm sure. saying? Like we all are different, but it's just the the relationship we have. You know, it's great. Like it's, you know, he 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 make me go a step ahead of my game, and it just keep going up. Like I can feel it in inspiring. I can feel it in, in the daily gym, and like it's just the best decision I could take moving forward in my career.
You know, one thing I, I look at Perillo and, and I really respect about him is the type of athletes that he's worked with. They're all different. They're not from the same sort of cookie cutter, you know, from Chris Cyborg to yourself to, to Michael Bisping. Like those are three fighters that don't look a lot alike in their style. But Perillo has been able to improve all of them. And that's really a testament to his ability as a coach. And I, I, I absolutely. And the thing with when you name Michael Bisping, I see my career a lot like in, in, in different things in life like 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 business like you know you know tough durable guy hard worker never comes to just try to win a decision comes to fight and try to take your head off and I see I, I see myself going in that direction you know I'm gonna I'm gonna be a world champion I'm I'm sure of that but that just don't came by the wishes. You cannot just wish things and things appear like, you know, like magic. You got to right. still put in the work. You got to still be in focus. And you got to still push in a little more than your opponents. I mean, that's that's the mindset you have to have. Success is uh, inevitable, I think, uh, when that's the mindset for sure. No, no question. No question. Marlon, you know. Are you thinking outside of your guns in the UFC and and for other things you want to do outside of the world of fighting? Um, I've been I've been thinking on a couple of different things. You know, for at the moment I do the commentary for Spanish. Right. Uh, I've been doing it for years already. I love it. I love just I I just love the work. I love to work around the UFC. Uh, you know, I of course I'm always aspiring for bigger and better as yeah. anybody, and I think the I think the English department is also great. Like, I, I would love to touch those waters at some point. But at the moment, my mind is full on just becoming a world champion. Like, I get it. They always say plan B, plan A. Right now, the, my plan from A to till C is become a world champion. And, you know, at the end of the day, we will only find out what's going to happen when we compete, when we fight. Because there's nothing, you know... There's nothing sure in life. The only sure thing is like, I'm going to push myself. I'm going to try harder than before. And I'm going to aim higher and higher and higher. And we'll see at the end of the day. But I, I always tell this to my kids and my wife. The day I'm, I'm an old man and, you know, it's about to, you know, go to the other life. I'm going to look back and just be like, I did it all. I pushed it harder than anybody. And I'm happy with that. Stay with that attitude. It's a winning attitude. Just keep going for it. Marlon, if you see on my shirt, it says millions, right? Yes, sir. Uh, TJ, do me a favor. Send Marlon a link to millions.co.co. Sure. Marlon, uh, you probably heard me talk about her. If you follow me on Instagram, I've announced it, but I started a new uh, site. I'm a co-founder in a couple months ago, and it's going incredibly gangbusters. It's called millions.co, okay? This will allow you to brand yourself even more and to give back to your fans. Do you have your own clothing line yet? Uh, with, with, with Ruka, yes. Okay. I don't interfere with your deal with Ruka, but we create the own clothing lines, your ability to interact with your fans where they, you can do videos for them. Of course, they'll pay you to talk to you, uh, maybe watch fights that you're not at with you, similar to like a fight companion type thing. Um, but it's made for the fighters to brand themselves. So I'm trying to show fighters, <clears throat> not trying, we are showing fighters how to brand themselves and monetize themselves to their fan base, to your social media fan base and more, where a lot of guys don't think they can do that because they're not, 
you know, with a million plus followers or something, but even if you had a thousand or you have multiples, many thousands like you do, you want to give back to your fans and give them a way to get a hold of you and stay in touch with you. So check this out and see if it's for you. Um, there's no payment or anything. And we give the lion's share of all the profits back to the fighters. They sell a t-shirt, they get like 80% of the net profits back where the average you get from a, a licensed deal is 10%. Ruka is great. I know the people that run Ruka. Ruka has been, I respect them. They do a great job with the fighters. Not trying to take anything away from them. This well, is of course. A separate avenue. You were just coming from, from, from a different side. So I understand that. And yeah. This for me was a, a dream come true. When I moved to California, I had goals in my in, in my in, in my list, you know, like I'm like I want to be signed by Ruka. I want to be on the on the rankings of the UFC. I want to become a world champion and slowly but surely, you know, things are happening because keep hammering, keep keep going forward. They're happening because you have your eye on the prize and you're going for it and you're focused and you keep doing that, okay? Do not stop, do not let up. It's just the same in a fight. I've never seen you let up. I've only seen you go forward, do or die and you're in there to win that fight. That's what life is all about. With that being said, it's an honor to have you on the show, Marlon. I look forward to seeing you at the Apex when you're commentating. Are you going to be commentating the next show uh, coming up? Um, not not, not uh, yet. You- not this Saturday, but I'm 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 getting I'm gonna check my email. I'm I'm doing a couple of dates soon, but I might come back this Saturday to watch the fights live. Also, I, I mean, I, I got in, an invitation to a reggae concert, so it's gonna be it's gonna be a hard Tuesday. So. A reggae I love concert? reggae. Yeah. In, in, I love reggae. House. I love reggae. Oh, I play yeah. it all the time. Yeah. It, awesome. It, it's, a, it's, a, it's music for your soul. It t- t- you put it perfectly. You know what, Marlon? You got to step out of your own realm once in a while. Expand your horizons. Go to the reggae. How, how can you not be happy <laughs> yeah. when you hear reggae music? You I'm, know what I mean? I'm doing that. I'm doing that. I, I, I'm... A hundred percent sure I'm going to do that. I just throw it out there like, oh, I'm, I want to see the fights, but I'm like, I see the fights every week. Hey, Marlon, one last question. Um, how do you feel about the MMA fighters fighting uh, boxing and coming into boxing? Like right now we've got Oscar De La Hoya is going to box Vitor Belfort in September. I don't, I don't dislike it. I don't know why. This is one thing I see. I see a lot of people hating. Like, let's go a little expanding. Like, everybody hate the Paul Bros. Why you hate them? Because they make more money than you? They miss your fault because you're a mediocre. You're a person that you're not making money. It's on you, you know? Life don't owe you anything. The UFC don't owe you anything. You, you, you go and earn it. And I see these poor guys, like, I didn't know who they were maybe a couple of years ago. And they're making millions. I'm like, oh, yeah, good for you. You figured it out away. And if you're not inspired or happy or you don't get any source of motivation by seeing people getting where you're not getting, you're just a hater. And I know that, you know, they talk a lot of shit, but, you want to sell it like that? I took a lot of shit too, but I like it. I'm happy if Anderson Silva beat uh, Junior because Junior is a legit boxer. I get it. He's, he's not his dad, but he's still a legit boxer. And I love seeing being touch Anderson Silva. Like, come on, come on. It was just amazing. And then Belfort and De La Hoya. De La Hoya is a real deal, but I'm guessing Belfort is bigger. But I like De La Hoya. I took my... Kind of like my, I watch a lot of De La Hoya and Eric Morales for, for myself. Oh, I was at that fight. My brother announced that fight. I saw that fight. One of the best fights yeah. I ever saw. Yeah. I, those are the guys I, I when I watch and find, go forward, move, sleep, dog under, punch. I, I just love it. But my opinion on this boxing MMA thing is like, make 
as much money you can. I love it. Good for them. If I have a chance, I do it. If you pay me that money, I let Ingano kick me in the head. I just buy a new head. <laughs> there we go, TJ. Fighter's perspective on the uh, current state of celebrity boxing and uh, social media influencers boxing, you know, real boxers and real MMA fighters. So you know what, Marlon? I'm not going to add to that because I agree with everything you said. All yeah, good. it's All true. Good. All right, my man, I want you to dream about the water before you get in the water while you're there enjoying Vegas and being pampered as the soon-to-be champion that you are. So just Thank enjoy you, every single minute of appreciate it. Appreciate you. I appreciate yes, you too, Marlon. Thank you for coming on Thank the show. You. Check out millions.co. It could be an additional avenue. It I is will. an additional avenue for you. you I will 100%. Questions? TJ, send him my number too, please. If you have any questions, just, just text me and I'll call you back, Marlon. Thank you so much, man. I really appreciate you. All right. I appreciate you too, my friend. Thanks, Cheers. Cheeto. Thank you, man. Thanks, Cheeto. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye, guys. Well, that was a good time. You know, uh, Cheeto Vera is a very interesting cat. I love his mindset. I love his focus. Um, you know how I feel about fighters like that. I mean, that's that's the kind of attitude you need to keep winning, keep persevering, and dealing with the hardest one-on-one -on -one sport in the world. You know, I, I think that there is a misconception in the world, especially in fighting, about um, the idea of success being based on uh, a meritocracy. Um, yes, you are you know, able to uh, get things by succeeding, but you are owed nothing, uh, especially in combat sports. Somebody that, you know, does something maybe not as uh, impactful that you've done statistically, they just do something similar in a more stylistic way, and then all of a sudden they get title fights. But the, the bottom line is this. Uh, you, as you said, you're the governor of your own destiny. Um, while life may not be a meritocracy, life, again, is based on the hard work that you can put in and then take advantage of those opportunities. And that's exactly the mindset of one Cheeto Vera. Absolutely. Absolutely. And uh, very enjoyable mindset to experience and to be around for sure. Other fighters take note. And um, that's all I can say. Pleasure to have him on the show. Let's go into a few news stories here before we sign off, um, TJ. A couple of stupid is a stupid does. Uh, <laughs> Frank Clark, the Kansas City Chiefs player, was arrested in Los I Angeles. I saw this. For allegedly having a submachine gun in his car. Why? Yeah, Why? I mean, how stupid? Why? I don't get it. Yeah. You know, but again, another example of gun control laws. I don't know how he got the machine gun, where he got the machine gun. You can go to Vegas. You can go to Arizona, whatever. Right. But it it's against the law, it's, man. Yeah. Like, like, I, why do you bring that gun to you with you or, or just why is it in your car? Like that? That's what's odd to me. Odd to me, too. I don't know what the repercussions are going to be or how the uh, NFL will react to that. Um, on another note. In the NFL, which I found very positive, is Carl Nassib, you know, from the Raiders announcing that he's gay, the first NFL player to come out, active NFL player to come out that he's gay. Of course, there's many other, I'm sure, gay players, but kudos to him, man. Kudos to him. No yeah, I mean, hold it in. definitely uh, brave to do that. You know, it's a it's a climate that I think is getting better. Yes. Um, but that said. Uh, you know, it, it's tough. It's tough to be in that locker room when, you know, not everyone is going to have the same uh, sort of feelings that you do. And uh, it's, it's a bold move. And, you know, hopefully uh, success, you know, is in his future and he can really be a voice for that community and, and one that will inspire others to be more comfortable and, and okay with being themselves. Absolutely. Again, you said it. I don't need to add to it. I just think it's a torture for someone to keep who they really are inside living life. And yeah. That's what we're all about these days is about being who you are and being proud of who you are. And uh, good people are good people, no matter who they are, what they are, or where they are. 
I just want everyone to be able to pursue their dreams and hopes and be happy and, you know, wish everyone success. And I'm happy to see the initial acceptance of his fellow players and everything is extremely positive. Yeah. Good show. Good show. Uh, What the heck is this, man? California high school basketball coach for uh, Coronado Unified School District. His players threw tortillas at a rival team. Did you hear about this? No. Okay. They were playing uh, a mostly Latino high school. Okay. Right. So the school district, San Diego school district voted to fire the head basketball coach after his team hurled tortillas. Did he instigate this, the coach? I don't know, but he's the coach and it's just like a leader. I I understand. I mean, did he try to shut it down at least? Like, I mean, I understand like maybe, maybe this is just a sort of posturing thing that you have to fire the coach because what are you going to do? Like you, I mean, I I don't know if I was the athletic director of that school, I would just be like, all right, your season's over kids. Like you, you effed up. Like we're not playing any more games. You're done. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of looking here and it's, it's up in the air as to why, uh, but the captain of the Coronado basketball team uh, said players and coaches received hate messages and death threats over the incident. I mean, come on, this is a, this is not good. No, no how you look it's at inexcusable. It. It's not good. It's inexcusable in this day and age, especially uh, where we're more socially conscious than, than ever before. Like, I'm, I'm sorry, you don't deserve to play the rest of the season. No, you don't. And um, they'll get to the bottom of it, but if that's what needed to be done, then so be it. That's what yeah. needed to be I mean, I I hope I hope for morality's sake that the coach did not support this. And unfortunately, it's just a casualty of some really dumb kids actions. But uh, yeah, I don't know. Something obviously needs to be done down there. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Now, you know what? Speaking of these um, influencer boxing matches, Mm. uh, by the way, I'm going to tell you something right now. I'm not going to name who it is, but a good friend of mine went who is Pfizer vaccined went to an event in Florida mm-hmm. came back last weekend or the weekend before felt sick on Monday tested positive for COVID on Wednesday and he was vaccinated vaccinated people have to understand that the vaccine get you want to get vax again if you're if you're it's very important now especially with it's these very kids. important now but if your opinion is that that's not your thing I can't argue with that I don't want to argue with that although I have my argument about that but being vaccinated with everything opening up. Yeah. And this is proof in the pudding for me. I'm still not going to eat at indoor restaurants. I'm still not going to go yeah. to huge gatherings. Well, Bruce, we've talked about this. I mean, going back, yeah. uh, you know, with Dr. Davidson, you know, even when the, the vaccines uh, are, you know, mostly, you know, given out to everyone, most of the country is vaccinated. There's still going to be some distancing that subconsciously it's going to be in the back of your mind. Like uh, you can go to the grocery store now and, and if you're vaccinated, you don't have to wear a mask. But Bruce, like it honestly feels odd to be one of the only people in the store without a mask on. So it's like that's my new normal. I just wear a mask everywhere. I wear a mask everywhere. Just the way it is. I went out to dinner last night with a couple of friends. And uh, first thing they said is we're going to dinner. I go, is it outdoors? Great. I'll meet you indoors. I'm not going to meet. Yeah. The fist bump, I think, is here to stay. Um, You know, it's just it's it's we said things were going to be different and they really are. And they're going to be different for a while. We'll see how it goes again. I'm not a pessimist, but I'm a realist. And uh, yeah, we're in summertime. Let's see how these variants, the Delta variant that's growing, everything affects us moving forward. Well, did you see that story in Florida where an office building uh, had a breakout? Two people died 
um, like the only person in the office that did not get COVID that were uh, exposed to it were the, the vaccinated people. I, I hear it. I'm going to yeah. give you another couple examples here. Give me a second. Where is it? Shoot, 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 shoot. Bear okay. with me. We're here for the long haul. Yeah, for the long haul. I hear you. Oh, I don't have it. I had some stats here. Oh, here it is. Massachusetts, where already pretty much everybody's been vaccinated. Uh, they have 4,000 cases of COVID with people already vaccinated. What? Utah. Really? Yeah. Uh, Utah has 1,000 uh, COVID infections amongst fully vaccinated with three deaths. Right. And um, these statistics are there. So, again, well, they can are, be argued this is news to me, Buff. I didn't know that many people with uh, with with vaccinations were actually still getting sick. Happens. I even talked to um, to our doctor, you know, our doctor friend, Jeff, and I told him yeah. about my friend and he said, you know, you can still get it. It's just you won't wind up in the hospital. You know, and, and that sounds that sounds to me like uh, the whole sort of protocol and stuff. It's probably not going to go away anytime soon. Like maybe we don't necessarily have to quarantine as much. But the idea of not having to be tested before these events, uh, it's probably not going away. Yeah, I know the COVID protocol for UFC is going to continue um, for quite a while. It has to. I mean, you're in close quarters like that. Like it just it's going to be part of the routine, but it's unfortunate. Look, we're learning day by day. We're learning about the effects of the vaccine. There's another vaccine coming out where the protein does not enter the cell. It's outside the cell. They say it's better. Again, it's almost like we're a guinea pig nation right now going through this. Yeah. Um, but I am all about getting vaccinated as I was vaccinated. And I'm not going to take the chances. I'm just saying this for it's your people listening, people watching, uh, subscribing on YouTube, the whole nine yards. This is your decision to make. Make the intelligent decision, considering yourself and the people around you. That's all I want to say. Now, next up, we talk about these influencer fights, which is what I was going to touch on before. There was a TikTok event um, called Simply Greatness or something last weekend or the weekend before in Miami. And uh, they had TikTok celebs fight. Um, they expect, you know, you think these are all going to get huge ratings. OK. No. We talked about this. OK. No. I mean, not, not all those celebrities are created equal. Got to notice they expected 500,000 pay-per-views and they only got 136,000, which by most standards is actually a decent pay-per-view buy rate. That, I mean, uh, 100,000, I mean, granted, we're talking about the old model with television, but 100,000 was the, the break-even point. You know what I mean? You yeah. were going to actually come out a little bit ahead if you had 100,000. So, I mean, that, that's, that's successful in my eyes. It's successful, but not when you put the eye on the prize very high, paying right. people very high. And now probably having a hard time paying what you promised to pay. Oh, lower your expectations or maybe don't get into that business. Yeah. I don't know if this event is going to continue, but um, again, not all this of is them can, right? Pardon me? Not all of them can. You can't come in and like flood the market with this. No, but it's just like people starting and wanting to be a UFC organization and losing right. 50 million in one year, which two organizations did. You can't suddenly become the 800 pound gorilla. Okay? No. You got to work your way up. So it's no, I mean, this this is a sport too. combat sports in general, Bruce, when it comes to promoting. If you can just it's like the restaurant business. If you can just pay your own damn bills for a couple of years, that's better than 90 percent of the people out there doing it. I do agree. I do agree. Uh, let me see if I got anything else here because we're going to sign off. Uh... Sounds like you don't have anything else there. No, I think we're good. 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 Uh, I want to encourage everyone to check out my show that I do over on UFC Fight Pass. It's called Extra Rounds. 
uh, this week, myself and Ray Longo sort of taking a break and looking back at the first six months of uh, 2021. So uh, a bit of a year in review. I also chat with uh, Dodgers pitcher Walker Bueller and um, yeah, a country star, Michael Ray. So we're, we're changing things up a little bit, getting some uh, pop culture uh, guests, but you can check out extra rounds live every Wednesday at 5 PM Pacific or anytime uh, over on fight pass. Awesome. I just, I just love your evolutionary process. It's so cool to see that show catching on. Thanks. It is. It's been a long time coming. Hey, just like uh, you hear about Cheeto Vera, you know, eye on the prize, babe. Right. Just keep, keep going for it. It's what it takes. I've been in this game for over 30 years, UFC for 25 years. But it's all about the puncher's chance. Got to have that puncher's <laughs> chance. Got to have that puncher's chance. All right. Be back next week with another fine guest. Everybody have a great weekend. I will not be announcing the UFC this weekend. Um, Joe Martinez. some time off, Puff. We got a yeah, big coming up. Until July 10th. Joe Martinez will be doing the honors. Enjoy the show. Looks like a hell of a show. And I'll be watching, of course. And with that being said, have a great week, everybody. Set your goals. Write them down. Learn about them. Be the best you can be when you step on that path because that means you're winning. And that's what we're all about And It's Time Radio. Big cheers and no fears, everybody. Check out millions.co. Enjoy your puncher's chance. There's my pitch. And I'll pitch more next week because ABC always be closing. Love you all. Bye-bye. Let's jump into Peppa's world of play. Look for spring flowers, hunt for muddy puddles, and bravely explore exciting places with Peppa play sets. Peppa Pig. Inspiring kid confidence.